Welcome to the Racing Wire Podcast Network's coverage of the Vintage Auto Racing Association's British Extravaganza from Buttonwillow Raceway Park. Vara's events feature some of the most beautiful cars from motorsports history. Vara is the largest vintage car racing member organization on the West Coast. Race fields are made up predominantly of production and sports cars older than 1979, with a focus on fun and competitive contact-free racing. This race was recorded live on May 22nd, 2021. Again, we're here for the British Extravaganza, brought to you by Lucas Oil Products. This is the Vintage Auto Racing Association's races from Buttonwillow Raceway Park. Today is Sunday, May 22nd, 2022. I'm Brian Belansky. We'll have your coverage for you all weekend long here. Five races still to come today. Of course, they will be on our live stream. We will get to our starting lineups here in just a minute. All right, our pace lap has begun. We're getting ready to start our racing coverage here for the last five races of the weekend. This is our small bore group. This is our, uh, I think this is pretty much our largest race group for the weekend here. And uh, let us get to our starting order right now, starting in our 11th row. Uh, the outside of row 11 is going to be Jonathan Wright. On the inside of row 11, that's going to be Steve Kupperman. Uh, Wright is in a Triumph Spitfire, Kufferman in an MG MGA. Row 10 on the outside is Robert Rink. He's in a Caldwell D913 Formula V. And on the inside of row 10 is Richard Maline in a 1963 Triumph Spitfire. Row 9 on the outside, John Curry in a Mazda. Not quite sure which one. And 51 is Marissa Vallada in a 1971 Datsun Wagon. Uh, interesting story with Marissa Vallada. We're going to tell that story in a little bit here. Row number eight on the outside is Mark Snellgrove. Mark Snellgrove is going to be driving the nineteen, uh, the nineteen seventy-three Volvo one forty-two. Next to him is Ken Roddenbush. He is car number forty-eight, and he will be in the nineteen sixty-four Volvo eighteen hundred. Row seven, Tom Grossman in the number twenty-seven car on the inside with the Datsun. And on the outside is Denny Heistead in a 1976 Lancia Scorpion. Now we go to row six on the outside is Steve Maline in a 1965 Triumph Spitfire. Next to him, Neil Rupp. He is in car number five. That is a MK4 Spider. On row five on the outside, Dale Shore in the Mini Cooper. That is a 1967 Mini Cooper. Next to him, car number 174 is James Gratson. That is a 1974 Porsche 914. Then we go to row four on the outside is Chris Monier in a 1963 Lotus S7. And on the inside of row four, Josh Roddenbush, 19, uh, car number 168. That is a 1966 Volvo 1800S. Now to row three, Kevin Ayers, car number 68 on the outside and a 63 Elva Courier. And then on the inside is Steve Feig in a 1968 PBS MK3. And that is car number 21. Row number two on the outside, Clark Kniesel, the Austin Healy, the 1965 Austin Healy 100. That is an FGTL car. Next to him, David Brengel is the uh, Dave Brengel 19, uh, in a 64 Alfa Romeo Giulia. That is a car number 64 as well. And in your front row on the outside, Brian O'Shaughnessy. He's in a 1972 MG Midget. 
car number 717. And then on the inside of row one is car number 37Y, Harris Koenig. He is in a sports Renault. That's your starting order here for group one. We will get them coming around here very shortly. And as soon as they do, we'll get this race started. Again, we plan to have 22 cars take the checkered or take the green flag, and hopefully all 22 cars will take the checkered flag as well. That is the goal. We're going to have about 20-minute races today. Uh, again, we uh, time's always a little fluid, so we will keep an eye on that and listen for the start stand to give us our instructions, and we will go from there. Welcome to the coverage of today's VARA races. You can catch this coverage on our live stream, which is uh, the link to that is on the VARA Facebook page. You can also just go to the Racing Network on YouTube and get that. You should like that and subscribe as well so you know when all the races are coming, and that's always a good idea as well. So we've got our races. We're going to have them at the end of the day. At the end of each race, we'll go up on the Racing Wire Podcast Network so you can listen to them on your way home. All right, we're waiting for our uh, cars to come on to the main straight and head down to our start stand. And we will get things going here today. Five races at Button Willow. Uh, perfect weather, really, honestly, for May especially, uh, when you consider what the temperatures could be here. Uh, but it's uh, a really, really good day for racing. And here we go. The green flag is out. 22 cars heading down towards the first corner. We'll take a look to see if there's any dust clouds. Dust clouds means trouble. So far, so good. The first half of the pack makes it through the first corner just fine. Watching the second half of the pack try to do the same. So far, so good. As they negotiate the first couple of turns, we'll try to see if we can pick out from a distance who is the leader. Uh, it looks like the leader is going to be uh, Brian O'Shaughnessy, possibly. Uh, with uh, Harris Koenig in second. We'll know for certain when they come across the uh, start-finish line here after the completion of the first lap. Well, I don't think that's Brian O'Shaughnessy because I don't know that he took the green flag with us today. So we'll see who that was. It does look like it's another MG, though, uh, or it could be that Austin Healy, that, num that number 56, Austin Healy of Clark Kniesel. So we'll see what that looks like uh, when they come back around. A couple configurations we can use here at uh, Button Willow. The one we're using today is, or one of the ones we're using today, and we're using it for the uh, small bore cars, includes the dog leg of the back stretch. Um, some call it the bus stop, but it's really too big for a bus stop uh, if you're thinking in Daytona terms. They don't even call it the bus stop there anymore. But nonetheless, uh, it is a very large um, dog leg bus stop-ish looking thing. Uh, a couple of our other race groups are skipping that and just taking the back straight uh, as as without the dog leg. Waiting for our leaders to come by here for the first time. We should be getting them any second now. Here they come, your leader, as I suspected. Oh, it's it is Brian O'Shaughnessy. Apparently, the uh, timing stripe didn't catch him the first time by, so it is O'Shaughnessy in first. Followed by Harris Koenig, then Dave Brengel, followed by Clark Kniesel. Chris Monier is in fifth. Dale Shore comes across sixth. Seventh place is James Gratson. 
let's see here, it is Denny Heistead in eighth, Josh Rottenbush in ninth, Tom Grossman in 10th. Some interesting cars in this group. We've got uh, the 27 car, that's Tom Grossman. Uh, he is in 10th place at the end of the first lap. That's a C sedan Datsun uh, 1200. The Grossmans have owned that car since 84. It's been racing since 89. They call it Pokey. That's because when they bought it, there was a Pokey toy figure in the uh, in the car when they got it. That, that is, of course, Gumby's sidekick. On the side of the car, there's some Italian. If you can't translate, I'll do it for you. It says, uh, it translates to faster than a set of bleachers. <laughs> Apparently, a spectator talked about how slow that car was, and Tom's response says, well, it's faster than a set of bleachers. <laughs> I love that. Anyway, and the car number 27, apparently that car is a little slippery on the racetrack. Likes, likes to do a little drifting. And uh, someone suggested that it looked like it was being driven by Villeneuve, so they picked car number 27. Lots of really cool history uh, behind the cars and the drivers in VARA. We love to share it with you whenever we can. Here comes O'Shaughnessy across the line for the second time. Uh, he has now opened up a 4.2 second league lead over Harris Koenig in that sports Renault. Uh, for those of you not familiar with the sports Renault, that is a car I am intimately familiar with. It's actually the first car I did my driver's school in. And uh, that car, at, uh, when it first came out, was a 1.8-liter Renault-powered motor uh, with a Renault transmission, purpose-built by the Sports Clark Club of America, and it's a single-spec class. And now it's been, uh, it's been upgraded a couple of times. Now they're on the third generation of that, and it's no longer Renault-powered because Renault doesn't make those motors anymore. Uh, but this one is an old-school Renault motor in there and a really, really cool car. So... Um, it's one of those cars. It's a lot of fun to drive. Very forgiving. And uh, if you take good care of it, it will last a long time between engine builds. Those Renaults, we got a lot of time on those. So so that's the 37Y car in second place. The third place car is Clark Caniso. Uh, that is a GT Lights car. That is a 1956 Austin Healey 100. Another really pretty race car. Heading down through the field here, uh, we've got another... Uh, Let's see here. Where is Marissa? Marissa Volata in 15th place. That is car number 51. Uh, this, folks, is her first race ever anywhere. And uh, really cool to have her here this weekend uh, to, to start her racing career here in Vara. Uh, that car, let me get uh, the info on it. It's a, it's a, a Datsun 510. And uh, the race team is a whole lot of a lot of racing. Gotta love that. Uh, this is her first race weekend. First ever driving alone in a car. No racing or karting experience. She's 15 years old. Doesn't even have a driver's license yet, people. And she's out here racing a vintage car. That's pretty darn awesome. Uh, she's in her sophomore year at high school at Del Oro High School in Loomis, California. Uh, her favorite subjects, math, science, and American Sign Language. Uh, let's see. what She's been going to the race. Oh, she's a track brat. Yeah, going to the racetrack since she was two. I know all about that. Uh, hanging around Vara Camp with her dads, with her dad who also races. Anyway, the car she's uh, driving, they've numbered it 51 this weekend in remembrance of a dear family friend, Lawrence Dunnigan. 
Uh, he had a VW Rabbit that he raced, and his car number was 51. And they share a birthday, Marissa and Lawrence shared a birthday, and wanted to, she wanted to have the car number 51 on the car to honor him when she drove it, and that's exactly what's happening today. So welcome, Marissa Velada to Vara, to your first race weekend. She's running in 15th, and uh, that is a good showing for your first time out, and uh, we really look forward to watching the next generation of vintage racers here and uh that is that is some good stuff so going back to the top of our running order right now it is still brian o'shaughnessy in uh first place he has opened up a 6.6 second lead over harris koning and that's sports renault clark caniso brangle monier uh dale shore james grotzen that's uh positions two through seven there not a whole lot of change in the running order there in the last couple of laps. Uh, we're, we've got three complete. We're working lap four right now. Lots of good stuff going on. Looks like some of the best track action right now is the uh, the race for, for fifth place. And uh, that's between Chris Monier and Dale Shore. Uh, 1.5 seconds separates them. We're at the halfway point in this race. Let's give you a full field rundown here at the halfway point. Your leader, Brian O'Shaughnessy. Second place, Harris Koenig. Third place is Carl Kniesel. Fourth, Dave Brengel. Fifth through tenth, you've got Chris Monier, Dale Shore, James Gratzen, Josh Roddenbush, Rory Reinbold, Denny Heistad's in tenth. We're going to tell you a little bit about him and his car here in just a minute. Eleventh through fifteenth, Steve Maline, Tom Grossman, uh, Ken Roddenbush, Mark Snellgrove, and as we just talked about, Marissa Vallada is in 15th. Uh, Jonathan Wright is 16th. 17th place is Richard Maline. Robert uh, Rinnick is in 18th. And then 19th through 21st, 19th through 21st, uh, we have Steve Kupferman. Steve Kupferman's in 21st. There's your full field rundown at the halfway point, brought to you by the Racing Wire Podcast Network. I mentioned a little bit ago that I want to tell you a little bit more about the car in 10th place. That is Denny Heistead. Uh, he is driving car number 83 today. That is a 1976 Lancia Monte Carlo Scorpion. Uh, it was originally an SCCA race winner in the early 90s when it was red. I think it still is red. Uh, then it left the desert for almost 30 years. Three years ago, it was dug out of somewhere by Denny Heistead and Eddie uh, Tuazen. I probably butchered your name, Eddie. I apologize. They re rebuilt the car back to modern specs. And uh, now it is in, I guess this would be probably its sixth race, maybe. Last time uh, last time it was in its fifth race. I don't know if they've raced between now and the last race we did up at uh, Willow Springs. But anyway, so this car is still very much in development. Right now, uh, Highstead's running in 10th place. His fast lap today so far, a 2.20. Point nine four five. So, just uh, still working on that car, and and uh, very very cool though to have that car be brought back from the brink, and put on the racetrack here. Just watched Marissa cross the start finish line in that Datsun station wagon. Now, if you go out to the uh, go out to the fence and check it out, that's uh, that's a legit station wagon, folks. Tons of fun watching that thing tool around here this weekend. So. Let's take a look back up front so far. No changes. O'Shaughnessy, Koenig, Kniso, Brengel, and Monier are your race leaders. Our uh, leaders are now starting to do some uh, do some lapping of the back of the field. So 
that's always uh, could be some trepidation if you're if you're not paying attention, or more importantly, if the cars being lapped aren't paying attention. So we'll we'll keep a watchful eye on all of that situation and see what's going on there. Yeah, Brian O'Shaughnessy's been out front in a several sessions this weekend. Uh, he's in another car as well. I know, uh, I believe he's got a uh, Corvette that he's racing in the Big Boar group this weekend. and uh, Or at least he was yesterday. There was That car was, no, it wasn't that group. There was another group. Oh, no, here it is. Uh, he's in group four with a BMW 2020. And uh, he is on the pole for that race group. So, out here with two cars, both cars sorted out, and of course, it looks as though he's knows what to do with them when he gets behind the wheel. He's now opened up an 8.5 second lead over second place, and then the gap between second and third, 15.76 seconds. And of course, um, from third to fourth, you've got another eight seconds back there, and then 14 seconds back to fifth. So, most of your top uh, cars here have spread out nicely. Uh, the only issues they're going to run into now is as is as they start to go through lap traffic. And that's something that we get all the time out here uh, racing in, in vintage cars because the way the groups are, are grouped together, you've got groups from all different eras, uh, much different uh, 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 speed differentials and capabilities from one class in one era to another. So uh, it is really a great way for drivers to actually learn how to deal with all of that. Um, a great uh, learning platform for that, and, and you know you really get an idea of what you need to do to keep an eye on your mirrors and the flags uh, so that you don't get yourself in trouble, and of course so you don't get anyone else in trouble as well. If you're watching our race stream on YouTube, a couple upgrades you'll see today from yesterday. We've got the timing and scoring up there. Uh, so we can see the first couple of cars there. For, uh, I think it's the top eight that we can see. If I uh, take a second here, I can scroll through a little bit for you as well. So you can see the running order here a little further down as we scroll through. I probably should have done this when I did the full field running order. That would have made more sense, wouldn't it have? But anyway, here's, the, here's how they stand right now. Uh, we can see that Jonathan Wright has uh, moved up to 15th place with Marissa Vallada dropping down to 16th. We also have one camera working today, so that's a nice little change as well. That lead now for Brian O'Shaughnessy is 9 seconds. I suspect it'll be probably 12 or 13 before all is said and done here as long as nothing out of the ordinary happens here. Your top five continue to be O'Shaughnessy, Koenig, Kniesel, uh, Brengel, and Monier. Sixth through tenth, Shore, Gratson, Roddenbush, Ryan, Bold, and Highstead. I don't believe any of those positions have changed in the last few laps. Just hearing from our starters that there are two to go. Next time the leader goes past the start-finish line, he will be displayed the white flag signifying, signifying the final lap of our race here. Race one will be in the books. Race two, group two, you should be heading to the grid now. Group two to the grid. This is our winged group. So you've got our winged open wheel cars, Formula One cars, Formula Continental cars, C-Sports racers, S2000s, Super Vs, and 
World Sports Racers. That's going to be the next race coming up, folks. Don't miss, don't want to miss that. So we're going to catch that race in just a few minutes. So Group 2 cars, you should be heading to the grid now. There's only two laps to go in this race. Group 2 cars to the grid. Yeah, Brian O'Shaughnessy now has the 13-second lead. Now we can start to kind of, with a lap and a half left, to kind of just coast around. Not coast around, but uh, doesn't have to push it too hard. Can just take his time, not make any mistakes, not do anything dumb. If he's got to get around a, a lap car, you know, he can wait for a straight to do it on, not have to try to do anything crazy to get around him going into a corner or coming out of a corner. So uh, that is uh, that's a good thing for him. Closest battle on the track right now, the battle for sixth place, Dale Shore in the 20 car, James Gratson in the 174 car, 1.3 seconds is the difference between those two cars last time by. So that is probably our closest battle so far at this moment. Getting ready to see O'Shaughnessy come down here for the second to last time. When he does, our starter will pull out that white flag and wave it at him. Group 2 cars to the grid. Group 2 cars to the grid. This will be our F1 FC C-Sports Racers, S2000, World Sports Cars, and Formula Super Vs. All right, here comes the white flag for Brian O'Shaughnessy. He has got uh, about 2.6 miles to go. Yep, 2.6. I had to go look at the sheet to make sure each configuration is slightly different. So this one, 2.6 miles to go. Now he's probably got about two miles to go before he can take a checkered flag here and claim his trophy in race group one. That, of course, is if nothing happens between now and that start-finish line. You know, lots of things. You can have a flat tire. You Anything can happen. Let's not think for the best. I don't want to put the announcer's curse on him. 717 is Brian O'Shaughnessy. He is your leader right now. Harris Koenig is in second. Clark Kniesel third. David Brengel fourth. And Chris Monier is fifth. Here they come. Yep, there is O'Shaughnessy going through the, uh, the dog leg. He's got one lap car in front of him, but like I said, no real reason to push around that car. You can take your time. Uh, he doesn't even have to pass that car, but he did going into Riverside. Now he's got clear track basically all the way now around until he gets to the start stand for that final time. Group two cars to the grid. Group two cars to the grid. White flag is out. Almost done. Starter is now holding the checkered flag, waiting for your leader to come around the final corner for the final time. And we wait with him with them <laughs> it should be any second now this is the port portion of the racetrack that i can't see from the announce booth because we have some beautiful trees here at button willow and you just can't see them there is a checkered flag out here comes the mg midget of brian o'shaughnessy crossing the start finish line he will be your race winner not far behind i'm sure will be harris koenig we will wait for him to cross, and we will check that out. Here he comes. There's your second-place car. Your third-place car, if nothing has changed, will be Clark Kniesel. There you go. There's your second-place finisher, Clark Kniesel, here. And uh, we're going to let a few more cars cross the start-finish line, and then we will give you our final rundown here, the provisional results from race group number one. Race group two, you should be heading to the grid now. Race group two, head to the grid now. 
Uh, or I'm sure we're going to go on a five-minute board pretty quickly here. I only see three cars on the grid. We'll need to see a few more. Race group two to the grid. All right, let's get to our full field rundown. Again, these are provisional results. They could change a little bit. But uh, Brian O'Shaughnessy, your race winner. Harris Koenig came in second. Clark Caniso was third. Dave Brengel, fourth. Your fifth-place car was Charles Monier. Uh, Dale Shore finished sixth. Seventh place was James Gratson. In eighth, you had John Rottenbush. Ninth was Rory Reinbold. Tenth, Steve Maline. Eleventh through fifteenth, you've got Denny Heisted, Tom Grossman, Ken Roddenbush, and Jonathan, uh, Jonathan Wainwright, and Mark Snellgrove. In her first ever race, before even having a driver's license, Marissa Vallada, she finished 16th. That deserves a pat on the back. Good job, Marissa. 17th, car, 17th place was uh, Richard Maline. 18th place, Robert Rink. 19th, John Curry. Bill Rockledge is Rock Rookledge was 11th. Steve Kupferman finished 21st. And I think that was all of our starters. And uh, that was a fantastic job for everybody. Looks like everybody was running up the finish, and that is what we like to have happen. That's going to do it for race one here. Uh, we appreciate you listening in. Race two will be up in just a minute. You're listening to Vara's British Extravaganza, brought to you by Lucas Oil Products. I am Brian Belansky. This is the Racing Wire Podcast Network and the Race Network on YouTube.